Well, hello, and thanks for joining me. Happy Valentine's Day, or happy Singles Awareness Day, whichever happens to be more relevant to you. Hopefully, whichever one it is, you're having a great time. You have some plans tonight with your loved one or with yourself, because you should also be loving yourself, of course. And you're looking forward to reconnecting to that love, because having a day to celebrate love, I think, is a beautiful thing. I think that should be the attitude of every day. So it's a good thing we have at least one to draw our attention to it and celebrate this amazing part of life. To to be loved, to love someone else, to have those things is one of the joys of existence. It's one of the pleasures of life. So today I wanted to create a special episode. Uh, I mean, it's not super special. It's just timed with Valentine's Day, but it is very special because it's extremely relevant to our daily lives. You know, relationships are such a big part of who we are. We're social creatures, whether that's relationships at work or with our friends, business partners, parents, romantic relationships. Obviously, they are an inextricable part of life. And today is about creating abundant relationships, some simple tools, simple keys to follow, I would say even simple habits, which is even more important, to build in your relationships as the pillars of creating an abundant, you know, dichotomy, a synergy between you two. I use the word abundant very intentionally, very purposefully, because you've heard, you know, for example, things like this before, you know, the keys to a successful marriage, the, you know, five steps towards a loving relationship, whatever it is. To me, you know, all those things are great, but they are the effects, they are the after effects of something even deeper that we'll be looking at in this episode today, and that is abundance. Ultimately, everything like love and kindness and caring and compassion, all of those things come from a source of giving and abundance. If you look at the universe around you, it is a very abundant system. It is constantly generating, creating, you know, iterating new forms. It is never stopping. It it is the law of the universe to be abundant. Only mankind has developed this false idea of shortage and not enough. And that is really why I chose to use the word abundance. Because if you're in survival mode, if you're not... If you're seeing the world around you as not enough, the people around you as not enough, yourself as not enough, then ultimately you can't have a successful relationship. You can't have a loving relationship. You know, you can't have any of those things. Kindness is not possible when you're seeing the world as not enough. So all of our problems, all of our qualms, suffering, can be put into that nutshell of not enough. Something is missing and in a negative way, not in a curious kind of way. So ultimately, abundance and building that abundance in your life is the key to counteracting the main source of suffering. And if you are abundant and happy and full, then of course you can be in a relationship with anybody and make that loving and successful and kind and compassionate and understanding, because all of those things come from a giving perspective. You know, I was reminded of a conversation I had with one of my friends a while ago, probably a few years ago, about relationships. And 
we were talking about how ultimately, if you want to be in, this is about romantic relationships, obviously, but you know, I'm going to extend this to everything else too. I would say relationships with friends, you know, with coworkers, with bosses, parents, even though some of those are maybe harder than others, it's, it's still the same idea. And the idea is if you want to be in a relationship, then you have to come to terms with this idea. And the idea is, are you fully prepared to give 100% of yourself to that other person? And when I say 100% of yourself, you know, I mean 100% of what is it you're willing to give in that relationship. You know, ultimately, relationships are a set of agreements. You know, if I go to work and my agreements there are to you know, fulfill my job duties to X, Y, and Z, to my job, to my coworkers, to my clients. Am I giving 100% of myself to those agreements, to what I said that I would do? In a romantic relationship, and this is why romantic relationships are so difficult, because usually the agreements are unspoken, right? They are in the gray area of assumptions and expectations. But you know, if, if one person likes to be loved a certain way and, and do certain things, are you doing those things for that person? You know, everybody's read the five love languages, and if you haven't, it's a pretty simple idea, very useful tool, but it's basically outlining the different ways that we respond to love. And some people respond, let's say, more to physical touch or getting gifts, while others love to hear words of praise or, you know, when you do something for them, like services, acts of service. And regardless of that, you know, it's, you know, the point of the book is that when you are actively pursuing those things for the other person, when you are into what they're into and giving to them, you know, then both people are happy because it's a synergistic relationship of giving. So it all comes back to giving. And are you prepared to be in a giving state? The biggest problem with relationships is that we often enter them too early too soon before we have addressed this very critical question. And it is very difficult to be in a position where you can give a lot of yourself because that means that there is not a lot of stuff in your life that you see is lacking. There's not a lot of stuff that's not enough that you are unhappy with, that's unresolved. You know, they say be whole or be complete before you try to be in a relationship with someone else because you're just going to attract you know, somebody who is going to be just as imbalanced as you, and you're going to go through that whole codependent cycle, and whatever, you can go read on that, and, and I'm sure you've listened to those types of things before, but the idea is that you have to be in a giving, abundant state. You know, so those types, those types of things are very important, I think, for all relationships, because if you want it, let's say you have a business partner, and... All you're focused on is the bottom line and you're scared that you're going to lose money and you're in shortage mode and all these kinds of things. You're not in an abundant creative state. You can't think creatively. You know, you can't be grateful for that other person and create solutions when there seems like there are none. So it's it's not just for romantic relationships. So even though today's Valentine's Day, I really urge you to look at this as something that is generalized to all relationships in your life. So the three pillars of an abundant relationship, that's what today is about. 
And if we're looking at abundance, and abundance is the opposite of not enough, then, you know, and these pillars, by the way, the way they work is like this. They're they're not three pillars that stand side by side. They're like different layers of a foundation. So maybe I should have called it the three foundations. <laughs> but they are, you know, there's one and then one on top of that one and then one on top of the other. They lead into one another. And the one at the bottom is the most important because if you get out of touch with that one, then the other two become harder and harder. And that's, you know, it just deteriorates from there. So the first one is gratitude. Gratitude, absolutely gratitude. Gratitude is the function or the way that you counteract that feeling of not enough. It is a habit that you have to build on a daily basis and reinforce your way of thinking about situations, looking at the world, because it is the only way to help you get back out of that not enough, endless void that we all fall into. I fall into it. Everybody falls into it all the time. And it's something that you have to continually watch for because falling into it is not the problem. You know, something's going to happen and you're going to feel like not enough for a little minute. You know, I'm driving through traffic and I feel like there's not enough time or space to run around in and it pisses me off. But that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't last. You know, the problem is when it lasts because you don't have other habits to bring you back to a grateful state, to an excited state, to a creative, generative state where you're looking forward to things and you just ruminate. That's what you have to watch out for. And that's where your habits kick in. So gratitude is the key because gratitude allows you to reframe the situation and build abundance in your life. If you're grateful, then everything is enough and so are people in your life. So what gratitude allows you to do naturally, if you are abundant, is to be generous. And that's the second pillar. So gratitude leads to generosity. You know, there's a lot of people that I've met through my days that are very wealthy, but they're not very generous. And there's also people who are extremely poor, and they're very giving of themselves, of whatever resources they have, whether that's their time, their smile, their, you know, physical energy, whatever it is, Generosity has nothing to do with wealth. It has everything to do with abundance, and abundance is created through gratitude. So generosity, why is generosity the second pillar to a, you know, an abundant relationship, let's say a loving relationship, even a romantic one? Well, because let's go back to those five love languages. Ultimately, you're always going to meet somebody who is going to see things differently than you. Even if you guys have the same love language, it still comes down to the point of giving to that other person. Giving is an act of generosity, especially if they want to be loved in a very different way than you. This is very difficult, but this is what relationships come down to. If you're prepared to meet somebody and say, you know what, I am prepared to do what it takes to give to that other person. That means that you're in a generous state. You're ready to be generous. That is a pre-qualifier for a successful relationship. If you're not ready to be generous, if you're not abundant, then don't get in a relationship. Save yourself the time and energy because save the other person the time and energy. And we're not just talking romantic relationships. Same thing. 
if you're not, you know, ready to be generous with yourself, with your smile, with your spirit, why are you showing up to work? Especially if you work in a service position, which is most of our industry these days. So generosity is your relationship to the outside world, to others. How do you act with others? And that comes from gratitude. Gratitude builds abundance, which spills over into generosity. And generosity, you know, another point about generosity in terms of, you know, let's say romantic relationships. Generosity refers to the kind of things that come naturally to you. You know, are you generous with the things that you know? For example, let's say that, you know, I'm, you know, a very good massage therapist or uh, I make really neat gifts or I'm a great writer and I can write poems or whatever. I, I really, it really comes easy to me to do stuff for people. That's my way of expressing my love. And we use those love languages again. Are you generous with that? You know, there's some people that even with their own way of showing love, they aren't generous. And that's something that you have to watch in your life because ultimately when you're in a relationship, it has many shades of giving. And the first step or the easiest step is to give in the way that you feel comfortable with. You know, are you giving? Are you sharing yourself? And as you get to know that person, you'll realize that certain things will matter to them more and certain things will matter to them less. Certain things that maybe to you would make a big deal if somebody gave you those things. To that person, you know, they're not that big of a deal because maybe they want to see love in a different way. And that brings us down to the third pillar, which is service. You know, service is the final and also very important pillar to creating abundant relationship because service refers to your ability to serve that other person. You know, and serve serve has such a, to me at least, has this connotation almost like servant or, you know, a negative thing, but it really doesn't. I mean, you look at it, whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, you know, and this is not a Christian podcast, but... That's the first thing that came to my mind. You know, is that whole scene where he's washing the feet of his apostles. And again, whether you believe that happened or not, the story and its meaning is all that matters. In that the person who is the leader decided to be humble and, you know, serve his followers. And ultimately, that's what a relationship is about. A, an abundant, a successful relationship. It is your willingness to be a servant, to be giving, to be a leader in that respect. Leaders serve their people, serve their clients. And in a relationship, in a wonderful relationship, in a great relationship, both people are willing to step into that leadership role and take the helm of service to one another and to the greater good of the partnership. You know, that's something that I have learned, and I'm still learning, I've got plenty to learn in that department, but I'm very lucky in my partnership, my dance partnership, my professional partnership with my partner, Sonia. We've been partners now for almost four years, and it's really taught me about dynamics of partnership, about sharing, about, you know, exchanging that leadership role. And it's it's a very, you know, service is 
something that we are constantly having to work on because it ultimately is connected to listening. You know, service means that you're willing to listen to what that person wants and how that person is, how that person shows up in the world, who they are, and to, you know, help that, to cater to that, to work with that. But all of that goes back down to are you abundant? Are you enough? If you are in shortage mode, the hardest thing to do is to empathize with that person and what they want. If you're tired, you know, and let's say that's putting you a little more in shortage or not enough, you had a crappy day at work, maybe it's a little easier to be generous with some of the things that have come easy to you. But it's even harder to be in service mode. And if you had a really shitty day at work and, you know, it slips back down to the first one and you're just not grateful, you're, you're seeing everything as a problem, then nothing is possible. So the first one, gratitude. Gratitude is the most important. That is the pillar of an abundant relationship. It leads to generosity, which leads to service, being able to serve that other person in the way that they want to be treated. So be grateful, be generous with what comes naturally to you and with who you are, and finally be willing to step into that other person and serve them the way that they want to be served. And if both people are willing to do that and to create agreements with each other about maintaining these habits, I'm pretty sure that there's no stone that can't be overcome. There's no challenge that will break the relationship because ultimately these things are simple, but they require mastery. And it's in their mastery that we discover what love really means. I'll leave you on one final note. We talked about relationships being a set of agreements. And ultimately, I think if you set up healthy agreements, positive things that you both can hold each other to account, you know, a good relationship is about two leaders coming together. People who are willing to put everything out in the front and agree upon it and discuss and handle life together. And one of those things that I've learned that's very useful is to have a baseline that you always want to return to, however you want to define it. But let's say that you have a rule that you always return back to love. Whatever fight happens, whatever situation happens, you know, try to always come back to love. Don't leave a situation angry or bitter. You know, you can take time to breathe, to not see each other, whatever. And again, that's an agreement too. Don't leave things in gray areas. Honor your agreements because a relationship is an agreement. You know, it's something that we've created in our society that, you know, once I say I'm in a relationship with you and you say you're in a relationship with me, now we're in a relationship. And then when we get married, we tell the whole society that we're married and they agree that we're married. There's a piece of paper that says we're married, but all of that stuff is all made up. It's all agreed upon. So... Look at that and look at the power of agreements as tools to create an abundant and beautiful and loving relationship with not only the person that you love, you know, like your significant other, but everybody in your life. So I hope that these three pillars really contributed to your life on the day of love today, Valentine's Day. And I hope that you can go forward today with a little more gratitude. You know, it comes back down to being grateful. I hope that you can see the little things and appreciate 
your partner, the people in your life, whoever you're celebrating, or just yourself. Be grateful about your life and what you've accomplished, what you've done with your life, what you have in your life. All those things are to be taken note on a regular basis. So thank you for listening. My name is Tudor. This is the Seven Transformations podcast. You can check me out. I'm on Instagram uh, or you know, Facebook if you want to drop me a line. If you have any feedback, if you like this episode, like and share it. Let me know. Uh, also maintain a blog regularly. It's twodoorsblog.com, T-W-O-D-O-O-R-S-B-L-O-G.com, where I post a lot of updates and interesting things there too. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day wherever you're at and with whoever you're at. We'll see you soon. <laughs>